0: Uh, Straight off the 90s while I'm busting a rhyme, I be taking my time, my lyrics funky and fine, let it go, into the radio, the mixing and the mastering, cause they been doing this before I was podcasting. So I've been pondering a little bit 90s I'm an early 90s kid um we've been seeing so much things happen recently in um you know society as we move on to 2019 but I've been noticing a lot of things like especially because this week in particular I've been seeing how many people have been watching that Tayana Taylor video with uh uh who is it Ghostface Killer and uh Wu, uh sorry method man and you know I live actually I actually live around that area where they shot the video so I'm just like wow that's crazy and I I guess I did see it but I was like what are they doing are they doing a movie what are they doing so I was like what is that so um I've been I've been I've been thinking this for a while what makes the 90s so great enough for people to keep coming back to it and make it even a fashion icon or a statement and I'm gonna be talking about fashion later on this season because I honestly don't get fashion. I, I really don't. I'm confused. I'm just like, what is the point of a lot of the things? No, first of all, I said this. Nobody, and I and I completely mean nobody. I don't give a damn who you are. You cannot cut ass on anybody's fashion because the shit that y'all rock today is the most weirdest, most plainest stuff I've ever seen in my life. Y'all rock um, sandals over sneakers. How does that even work? You put uptowns inside of a sandal and then you walk with it? I really feel like fashion designers is honestly bored. But then I was thinking about the 90s because so many different things about the 90s is coming back, the baggy jeans, uh, you know, the uptowns, and then like a couple of other sneakers, like the Fila's, look like they're like 90s related and stuff like that. And then hairstyles, the way that women are dressing themselves is like very 90s reminiscent. And I'm like, growing up as a kid in the 90s, I'm like, yo, it's been great in the 90s. You had Nickelodeon doing a thing, you know, all that. Um, The Keenan and Kel Show, Daria, uh, X-Files, Seven Heaven, you know, all all these shows that came out in the 90s was dope. And the movies that came from the 90s is dope. But I've never really understood like what made The 90s, a comeback in 2018, coming into 2019. Like, I'm trying to figure it out. Because, I mean, I didn't see people getting those Game Boys back. But I definitely see people talking about um, Pokemon. Uh, You know, yo-yos is not really a thing. You know, a couple of other things that's out there that's just like, why? You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Like, this is the 90s stuff. It's coming back. So, in this episode, I don't want to really... the focus too much on like the fashion sense, but I definitely see that a lot of the fashion things and a lot of reminiscent things from the 90s is coming back. And I'm just like, yo, I remember that. And even specifically with music, I spend my time listening to music from the 90s more than I'm listening to today's music. I usually do because to me, there was a soulful element from music in the 90s that this music period now just doesn't have. And even there's a lot of artists that go back to that boom bap and then we're also talking about um, not the, the grunge, grunge is fashion. When we're talking about flannels, I love flannels. I, I would say I'm a flannels king, but I can't say I'm a flannels king because I don't own too many flannels. Um, I wanna up my collection though, because I lo- love rocking flannels with Vans and Nike Dunks. Those are my top three things or top two things to rock it with. But um, grunge, you know, having these aesthetics of like the nineties, and then like, you know, I seen something like, you know, uh, Scissor when she came out with that song, um, Teen Spirit, which is reminiscent of like uh, Kurt Cobain and their band from the 90s. So, I, I mean, what do y'all feel about that? Because it's a cool thing in retrospect, but there are certain things in the 90s I'm just like, just leave it in the 90s. I don't want to repeat it, I don't want anything to happen. They've tried to have remakes from the 90s, which I kind of found out is fake. Um, I mean, they did a a teaser of like Daria and then casted the girl that was from the office to play it, Aubrey Plaza. And I was just like, oh, that's funny. It kind of makes sense. She's like a deadpan comedian. Um, Juice, they was gonna do it in 2014 with Soulja Boy and I'm like, get the fuck out of here, hell no. Don't, we not doing that. And then I remember I seen on Facebook I was like, they was gonna do a black version of Matilda. And I'm just like, y'all taking it too far. Like certain movies is fine the way they are. Don't try to remix it for the black audience, just chill out. And I think I found out that that was fake as well. So I was like, all right, cool. Cause I would have been mad upset. Matilda was fine back in 96, it was cool. And then, you know, certain things from the nineties, we pick up um, Neo soul or like, you know the boom bap with the Neo soul. A lot of great producers coming out that area, people channeling the whole Aliyah vibes and all these different things, you know, Kendrick getting his inspiration from Tupac. So, so many different things in the nineties that just was like pretty cool that kind of should be left in the nineties, but I'm just like, it's kind of cool to go on a nostalgic trip, but it feels like I go on a nostalgic trip every single time. And then especially because I listen to a lot of nineties music. But I also listen to a lot of 80s and a lot of 70s. So it's just like, my music catalog is always old, but I always still listen to new things to keep on track. But I listen to underground music more, but we'll talk about that at a later date. But let's get into it. Because I've been feeling like there's a big difference between the 90s generation. Like there's just this big timeline and like big like cutoff of the ideology of the late 90s kids and the early 90s kids. So I don't know if y'all peep the same thing, but we about to get it in. Early 90s kids, I'm gonna probably say 1990 all the way to about 1994, 1995. Now, I'm included in this, I was born in the early 90s, probably one of the best years because everybody likes to refer to it, but like briefly, just to touch upon my childhood, like being born in the early 90s, I mean, of course, I don't remember a lot. Like I remember um, (laughs) Lamb Chop used to be my favorite show my favorite show is a baby like lamb chop um it's the song that doesn't end it goes on and on my friends and I was just like yo that used to be my ish growing up but my mom had a birthday party me party for me when I was one and um my mom used to do mad stuff for me when I was like when I was a child like growing up in the 90s but I remember like going to different places and I remember specifically like I remember Thomas the Train set. I remember I had that. Hot Wheels was popular around that time. Hess, y'all yeah, remember Hess? And then, um, I remember like even living in Harlem, like, um, my mom took me to Riverbank State Park when it first opened, and I remember that year she had dressed me up like Tupac <laughs> to go to the park. So remind you, if you didn't know, Riverbank is only about twenty something years old. I think it's about twenty five years old. So. It's just really crazy that it's only been twenty years and that park is bubbling. Like I've always loved going to that park. I call that my home park. My um that's a place where I like started I guaranteed to start myself on my spiritual journey. So I went there to relax and, you know, bow with nature. Even though what I did wasn't really nature like because I had my laptop and I was listening to music and um looking at my photography. So but I found my center. I was just relaxed and I was just like, cool. But um growing up in the 90s it was just like you know you had all these different things now for me i think the only thing i don't really like about the 90s going into the 2000s was like the whole like baggy jeans i just don't re- i didn't really like it like wearing od baggy ass jeans and going to the 2000s is the same thing like it's nothing i know a lot of old heads be like oh cause that's because i like skinny jeans and this that and third nigga shut up bro um I like wearing fitted jeans, I like wearing skinny jeans, but not skinny to the point that my nuts can't breathe. Like I need space, bro. So what I remember about the 90s, it was it was a fair childhood growing up. It was really cool, a lot of soulful music, which ironically I was getting into the other day because I was listening to um, Erica Badu. And I was just like, she came out about like 97. So I remember next lifetime and I was listening to all this other stuff. And I just remember like, we used to have the cable boxes with the, um, with the with the rinky old dinky like black remote, and then it used to have the red lights I used to flash on there, and then remember um the public access channel, and you had author and all this other stuff. I know y'all remember that, but um I just want to talk about the ideology that I see with the early '90s children. This may not resonate with everyone, but this is primarily what I see. So with the early '90s kids from like 1990, like I said, to at least 1995 is the cutoff. I feel like y'all well we are like the ones who are more conscious and the ones that's more like uh, how do I say like in tune with the world you know what I mean and we don't we're usually the ones that don't support that trap music wave and the movement that's out now we don't support the mumble rap like we just like yo fuck that shit we don't deal with that and I've been seeing so many memes I've been seeing so many things that's related this It's just like oh y'all ever seen the meme with uh fabulous and um Who's the dude that sings Panda? I forgot his name, the dude that sings Panda. Panda, 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 Panda. And so the generation is cut and split in between. It says, fabulous is 1990 to 1994, 1994, 1995. No, 1990 to 1994 and then this dude is 1995 to 1999 and I'm like yo that's interesting and then I think about the music a lot of the music from the early 90s kids like you still have dudes that do trap but at the same time like you got a lot of these dudes out here that do that boom bap and that rap you know what I mean so I was stuck because I'm just like is that true like how do you guys feel about that because I be feeling like the way my mindset is i don't like listening to trap music and i feel like i'm just way different i don't support a lot of things that a, a lot of these other people do like i'm on my own accord and i don't enjoy a lot of the other stuff that you know is out on the mainstream so i feel like with 1990s kids we have more of a conscience we we don't want to involve ourselves in like bullshit like we just want to be like yo this is what works. This is what seems as if like it makes a lot of sense and we're not really gravitated into believing whatever it is, you know? And especially because my generation grew up on church. We was just like, yo, you go to church. A lot of us is breaking out of that. We like, yo, you know, mess with that church thing. You have your belief, I have mine. And um, we definitely are the ones that's making a difference with the generation to come. And I, I mean, I don't really know what else. It's just that, you know, we're trying to get that soul back. So I feel like we are the ones that put on a show, are the ones that allow for that nostalgia of the 90s to come back. to so just be like, this is what it's like. This is when we have morals. And ultimately that's how I feel. Like the early 1990s kids have morals. We're just like, we don't support that shit. We don't support whatever it is that y'all doing. is whack, you know? And it seems as if we're, there's a lot more older souls from the early 90s to me. And I don't want to be biased because I feel like I've met kids I don't sorry, I don't wanna say kids, but I've met you know people that's from the late nineties that act just like me. So I don't wanna say that, you know, the late nineties kids is this. The whole point of this show is to talk about the stereotypes because there's just this flashy window of like early nineteen nineties kids as opposed to the late nineteen nineties children. And as we're getting in as we're in our twenties now, the generations come after that, which is the two thousands, it's like, yo, like who the fuck are y'all? Like <laughs> what did it like what like you want that you want that shit like who are you like what and you have to understand the music game now is basically only catering to and a lot of our artists are in the 90s it's about the music that comes out now is from the late 90s late 80s and the early 90s and the the, the the up to the 2000s like i would say 2002 2003 maybe but i think primarily 2000 2001 we at right now so I'm just trying to get a whole retrospective of like, you know, you guys opinions, but I feel like with the 1990s children, it's like the stereotype, like we're more conscious, we're like the, the old heads that, you know, a lot of the people would say, but we still correlate ourselves into what's going on in society and understanding like, yo, this is what's going on with us while still trying to retain that whole nostalgic feel of like the 1990s and you know come back to it i mean even watching kids from 1995 like that's that's a dope ass movie to me i love watching it and i remember money talks with chris tucker and the whole rush hour wave with chris tucker and um jackie chan and all the saturday night saturday morning cartoons y'all remember that recess um pepper ann and all this other stuff so it's crazy and i mean that's what i really see from the early 1990s or just the 90s in general like we have those type of morals we always want to go back to something but we feel like the older stuff doesn't fit in with the crowd now you know it doesn't speak to us so that's the reason why we always going back to stuff so that's it on the 1990s early 1990s for that meeting. cool. late 90s I would say about 1996 to 1999 and I'm also going to include the early 2000 kids uh, the main person I know who's like born in the early 2000s is Lil Pump who's out right now you know like his music is like all right okay kid um and then I was thinking about Triple Tentacion, which is 1998 so I'm just like okay their whole Thing is different and I, I randomly thought about that movie ease by you but that came out in 1997 so this is a stereotype that i think that i hear or i think about the late 1990s kids you guys are like easily crafted into what's going on in society right now i'm not saying you guys aren't smart and you guys aren't like you know you know like you guys don't think, but you guys are like easily crafted into society. You guys do support mumble rap more than ever. Um, you do support the hip hop that's out now. I wouldn't say that you aren't engaged with the political spectrum, but um, it's just weird because with late 1990s kids, I just feel like the stereotype about y'all is that y'all are just on a different wavelength than it is with the early 1990s. Like your whole way of making music is just like whatever fits. It's like y'all was the ones that would go to your man's house and rap on a garage band rap on a garage band and talk about y'all y'all in the studio but <laughs> we all used to do that when we was younger we'd be like yo we out to the stew when really we going out to our, our homeboys crib to rap um most the proprietors of like soundcloud rap and mumble rap uh uh you know that that type of era i don't really know how to really get at you guys because it feels like i am being judgmental but the late 1990s kids, you guys would pr- pretty much be starting college or on your way to, to being in school. And um, I definitely met some very soulful late late 1990s kids when I was going to school. And I kind of feel like the old man, even though like in school, I'm perfectly fine. I fit in because I'm still young, you know? And it's just crazy to have these conversations with certain people sometimes because it's just like, yo, like you, uh, you was born When? Are you serious? Like you was born '97? Damn, that's crazy! Like I'm like what, four to five years older than you. What the hell? So uh, with the late 1990s kids, I actually want to hear your feedback on this. Um, I'm not sure if anybody's gonna comment on this episode at all, but um, I'm just I'm just figuring out like you know the late 1990s kids. You guys are I mean pretty much. A lot of things in society is kind of crafted towards you more than it is for people that was in the generation before you, you know, or the, the late, the early 1990s kids, we still got it too. So I don't want to sit here and say like, no, because the millennial spectrum is from 18 to 34. So I would be considered in like the mid to the end of the millennium spectrum. But um, the late 1990s kids, you guys are more about free expression, expressing yourself and being able to do what you want um no boundaries kind of not rebelling against your parents but you know not being afraid to say what you say on social media and the same thing happens with the early 1990s kids but i feel like the veil between the early 1990s and the late 1990s is y'all just go full throttle i don't give a fuck i'm going to say whatever i want you know and um also like this this whole ongoing battle of unrealistic um comparisons of like when you compare triple X Ten Thousand to tupac y'all did that i i'm not gonna say y'all did that but the media did that in general and i'm just like just sit your stupid ass down for saying that it, it's not true it, it, don't compare you can't it's not the same type of thing you know I, I just feel like i so many people dick ride like artists that's out now and try to compare them from like the artists of the nineteen nineties. And I'm just like, especially Biggie and Tupac. And it's always these debates like, oh, um, he's like she's like the Aliyah of our our generation, or he's like the Tupac of our generation, or the Biggie of our generation. I'm like, that is so inaccurate. The way that they rap in styles is totally different. I understand it's this whole thing about mumble rap and it's supposed to be a derogatory term, but it just doesn't fit the same thing. And about how late 1990s kids don't give a fuck about doing the 16 bars, like rapping and freestyling. Y'all don't really care about that. It's more about y'all are cadence based when it comes to doing a freestyle, so to say, because you guys are more or less, how do I say it? Y'all, y'all don't structuralize your rhymes on actually trying to make shit click. It's just cadence. It's like, I, did, I got a phone for my bitch. She just, just come suck on my dick. Like something crazy like that, if y'all understand what I'm saying. So it's just cadence base with the late 1990s or music in general from this situation. But when we listen to early 1990s music and 1990s music in general, it's just like bars aren't the same. So the comparisons is just like, yo, chill out. And even the other day, I heard some dude talk about on Instagram, he's like, yo, Mac Miller was the best white rapper of our generation. (laughs) But then there's a lot of people who disagree with that. And they're like, yo, Eminem was the best white rapper. And I'm just like, oh, well, where we at? Like, what are you trying to say? So I don't know if this is the late 1990s things, but we always get into these debates, you know? And then 1990s, which is circulating with the early 2000 kids, about how, you know, you guys aren't afraid to do these challenges that come out. I don't hear about challenges too much these days, but you know, we had something like the ice bucket challenge to, uh, you know, something else challenge. I did one challenge, I did the book phone challenge cause I got tired of seeing people doing the money to the air thing and it was whack, it's corny, it, 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 so what, you have money, that shit is probably rented, you don't live that life, you're not rich, you're broke. Um. And also, the last thing I can remember when we was talking, when somebody went ahead and started roasting somebody from the 2000s and the late 90s, they was talking about how you guys did the um, the pod challenge, the, 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 um, the tie pods, the, the little things that you put inside of your laundry to clean your clothes, and it looks like a, it's like a pod. It's it's like some small little thing. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. But somebody was roasting, it was like, yo, y'all niggas do the weirdest shit yeah, all has eat soap pods <laughs> you guys are weirdos like you know what I mean but ultimately I want to know you guys reflection on that because I mean if this is true I'll be feeling like it's sometimes it is true because you guys are just on this whole different wavelength than us and not to say that you guys are not authentic because I like to learn I'm a youngin so I have no choice but to be a student with this generation but I feel like there is a veil between the early 1990s and the late 1990s kids and the 2000s and that the morals is different and structuralized where it's just like okay early 1990s kids don't usually do this but the late 1990s kids and the early 2000 kids is about this shit and ultimately in society it's still that we paying some type of old the 1990s in general but we don't pay oh to the 1980s we don't really pay old to the 1970s instead of and just only the only thing we take from the 1970s is the damn it drum loops and the drum solos and then put that in with beats because some of us still do that that backpack boom bap rap you know so that's what i feel goes on with the late 1990s kids in the two, early 2000s and that you guys are i guess in society we see you as childish and you're more like you know Naive. Whereas, like the early 1990s, we still are are are, we still are naive, but we are more or less, I guess, mature. Like there's still a good group of us that's mature, and then with the late 1990s, it's like you guys are very naive. That's the reason why I'm just like there's a unspoken warfare between us. But I just want to let that out in the open. This is just what I see, and I'm not trying to come at anybody's neck. Oh, you you was born in '96, you whack son. Or you was born in '99, you whack son. My, my gen, the first half of this generation is way better than you. Nah, I'm just, I'm just analyzing. I'm just like, yo, this joint is crazy. And it could be that this could be a division tactic. This could be a divide and conquer. Like, you know, I already peeped the mini wars on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And I see this and Twitter and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, is this true? So let's talk about it. You know, let's, let's get the ideas out there and things like that. But this is to bridge the gap on everybody, okay? I'm not going to come for anybody's neck that's in the early 1990s and make us look like saints. And I'm not going to come at your neck for the late 1990s kids and say that you're naive. But this is just a stereotype, so don't get mad at me. Um, What I want to talk about now is I want to structuralize and kind of end it off with things that I see from both sides, that we both do. I feel like in this millennial generation in general, that... We both have an understanding that we should have the pursuit of happiness and that we are gearing ourselves to break the stigma of what's happening in America. A lot of us believe in following our dreams and our talents and not settling for a 9 to 5 and and fundalizing it by a 401k and retirement plan. Uh, let's see. A lot of us are in social movements. We, we want to speak our minds on the injustice in America. We want to talk about the things that's happening between the government and the people. Um, we all, I feel like we all just not functioning right with money. And then, you know, a lot of us in this generation do live at home with our parents or we depend on our parents for something, you know, um, because the, the city, especially living in New York, the, the expenses, living in a city with rent is just ridiculous. And just the travel and then the MTA and all this other stuff is just ridiculous. So our morals is different. Um, I feel like we, we are more of a sexual liberated Generation people openly talk about sex like it's nothing and will go on social media and talk about yo, I just did this or I did that, and just have a whole fucking ball about talking about that. And then, specifically with music, we don't care what we talk about, it is what it is. But I noticed with this generation, it is way different than how it is with what it was with the baby boomers and stuff like that. Our content is just off the wall, like it's fuck this this that and the third and you know the veil what i've been saying on instagram is a lot of nations that's besides black that's besides blacks i love saying the word nigger like saying it like nigger like this it's nothing so even the words that was that was taboo from different generations you guys have broke it down to the point where anybody could say it and especially with the music game now anybody could do whatever they want so It's like specifically with rap, it's like, oh, I can say whatever I want. But of course, with this generation of rap, the early 90s and the late 1990s kids, you guys have been brainwashed into wearing dreads and coloring your dreads. And then with the women, it's just like um, you guys don't mind, you know, proliferating your sexual image and not being afraid to say, well, this is how I am. What are you going to tell me? I'm a female. You can't tell me shit. Why Why can't I do this? But a man can do that. So that's a few things. I do know that we are more artistic, very artistic on like what we follow. I follow, I go to a lot of events and I know there's a lot of people out there that rap, sing, you know, do a mixture of both, uh, into painting, into arts and craft, into Zodiac, into crystal stones and spirituality, uh, yoga and, and stuff like that so I mean it's just crazy i think we're very much becoming art artistic you know a lot of you guys go on youtube you guys do storytelling you guys are getting it's like a lot of people in this generation is getting famous for just doing random shit and i'm just sitting back and i'm like wow this is crazy like this is the generation we have we are very technological like we are technologically advanced way before how we were in the 90s like now everything is like phone 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 we follow numbers, we follow trends, we, we care about how many follows, followers we have on Instagram, we care about how many followers we have on Twitter, we care about how many people listen to our stuff, we follow to all these different things that could be very detrimental or help you in a good way if you really want to start a business or start a position for yourself to be a public figure, but in this generation, I do think that for doing the most basic things in the world, we do get famous for it or we just have some type of recognition from it. And that's just what I see With the millennial generation And this can go against the, This can go for the late 80s To the early 2000s But primarily in this episode It's about you guys, the 90s So if anybody want to talk to me about it Please comment, please share the, the, um, This episode with everybody And um, I'm finally podcasting Peace and hair grease uh, I'll let you know what the next episode Is going to be about Otherwise than that, peace and hair grease, like I said before,